0: Hey guys, JK here. Uh listen, before I start the podcast, I want to take a quick moment to share something that you guys know that I'm excited about. Uh, man, I love the conversations that we continue to have from this podcast and I, I want to continue to provide you with practical application pieces for you to take action on and lead in your life. So we've launched new content called the JK download on the website. I'm going to share with you exclusive training and downloadable templates that can motivate and empower you to overcome the obstacles in your life. We've got the hell yeah statement, and I tell you what, it's been downloaded multiple times, and I want to encourage you guys to to go to the website and download that. Um, We've got a new one coming out. It's called The Prayer, and we're going to go into that. Uh, here in in the next couple episodes and really talk about that. But uh, you can go to joshkalinowski.com. You can even subscribe, get it in your inbox. And uh, I just encourage you, download the hell yeah statement because I promise you that that statement's going to help you overcome some amazing challenges that I know once you do, you'll see an amazing opportunity to expand in your life. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the JK experience. And, uh, man, I tell you what, uh, it feels like it's been forever since I've been in the studio. Um, we have had such a busy last 30 days and, um, I'm still processing through it. Uh, you know, today's going to be solo. It's not going to be with James. He's off, uh, uh, kicking, kicking some butt and doing some work and, uh, and I just wanted to talk to you guys about uh, just kind of what's been happening for the last thirty days. Um, you know, I think it's so important as as you move forward in life that you've got that you identify some passion projects. Um, uh, I hope that you're you're not only obviously building in those five foundational areas of your life, but the one that we don't pay attention to enough is that future. Um, you know, what do we, what do we need to be doing in order, right? What would we need to be doing now in order to, uh, to build the future that, uh, that we want to, uh, experience. And the theme that keeps coming through in my mind is, is this, what's the price you're willing to pay now? What is the price that you're willing to pay now for you to have the future that you desire? When I was growing up and I was uh, chasing that dream of baseball, I had this vision of what retirement was going to look like, what what a certain time in my life was going to look like. And, and I figured that I'd be retired by the age of 40, 42, 44, 45, right around that, that early forties, I I figured that's when I'd retire from baseball after a, a hall of fame career, of course. And I had this this picture of that life, like down to the details. Uh, I remember specifically, you know, um, uh, living in my uh, my mansion right in San Diego, off of a golf course, uh, with beautiful weather, beautiful scenery. Uh, the boys playing baseball growing up. I'm coaching. Uh, you know, the girls playing soccer or. Uh, whatever sport it is that they desire to, and uh, and just and just living that dream, right? I just I remember the details. I could feel the sun coming down and the warmth of that. Uh, I could, uh, I mean, I could smell the grass and the flowers around. I mean, the, 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 the colors were so vibrant. I mean, this is I literally was living this dream, uh, in my mind as a young 20 year old chasing, uh, chasing this life. And when that, when that, when the game was over, it's like everything crumbled, like everything crumbled in my life. And and that, that 40 year old man, that 44 year old man, that, that wasn't going to happen. I, I never, I did not have a vision of what that was going to look like. And I say this because it was very significant. I, uh, this summer, uh, July 4th, we were up in, uh, Sheridan, Wyoming at the Powderhorn, and, uh, we had rented a very nice house. I mean, you could call it kind of a mansion. We rented a very nice property up there, um, with my brother and his family and we were on the back patio of a golf course, the powder horn. And we had the most majestic scenery behind us. And the weather was absolutely perfect, like 90 degrees. And so I could feel the warmth of the sun on me. The grass was brilliantly green. The trees were in bloom. The flowers smelled amazing. The boys were playing catch. On the side yard, and the girls were out having fun and playing around in the yard. And I got this image of I'm there. I got this image of of what happened and what I was dreaming of when I was in my 20s. I got to experience it. Like I was literally living this dream that I had implanted in myself 20 years ago. And I had this aha moment like, oh my gosh. Somehow through my subconscious mind, I was able to achieve that happiness even though I thought everything had been destroyed and taken away. And even though my path wasn't the same, and even though the, the direction of my life did not go where I thought it was going to go, somehow I still ended up where I had dreamed of being when I was in my 20s. And I just had to sit back and go, oh, how did I get here? Like, how did I get to this point? How did I somehow just wake up and go, oh my goodness, I'm experiencing exactly what I thought I wanted 20 years ago. And this theme of like, what's the price you're willing to pay kept coming up in my mind because once again, I thought I was going to pay the price in in baseball or this other career, and I ended up having to pay the price in a different area, a different direction, and a different career altogether. And as I go into the next chapter of my life, um, what I'm excited about is that I'm looking forward to paying the price because of the vision I have for the future I desire. And unfortunately, so many of us are not willing to pay the price. We're not willing to pay the price because of so many things that come in the way. One thing I was thinking about is, I mean, how many times do we stop chasing that dream, chasing that opportunity because... Of the first obstacle, the first thing that gets in our way, the first challenge we're faced with, and maybe we can overcome that first challenge. Maybe we can overcome that first obstacle, but we but we stop short because of the second one, or the third one, or the fourth one, or the twentieth one, or the hundredth one. Right? What price are you willing to pay? And and when you pay the price, it means that nothing is going to stand in your way or stop you from achieving whatever that goal is in your life because of the future that you envision. And the other thing I think about is that how often do we get diverted along the way? How often do we lose focus on the thing that we want to accomplish in our life because we don't keep our eyes on that goal? We get diverted and we get, and, and we get convinced because of, of a story that we start believing. That either we don't deserve it or that we shouldn't go for it or we're stupid for thinking that. We divert ourselves off of the path that we desire for a better future. And it happens time and time again. I I, I see it. I'm a, you know, I'm in the entrepreneurial world and I talk to so many men and women that wants some type of greatness and they want to accomplish something amazing in their life. But when it comes to the obstacles in their path or when it comes to being diverted, they, they unfortunately don't have the intestinal fortitude. They, don't have, they haven't built the integrity moments that says, no, I'm going to be resilient and I'm going to push through these challenges that are before me because I know that through the challenges that I'm faced with, that is what is going to discover who I am. And unfortunately, there's, a, there's another one that comes in in this mix. There's in that they listen to and they take ownership of the naysayers in their life. Now, I think it's very important for us to, to listen to people in our lives, that we, we surround ourselves with people that are going to give us great advice, even hard advice, right? They're going to give us the truth in the, in the situation, the truth of what's going on. But it's, there's one thing to listen to them. There's another one to take ownership of what they say. Do the people that are in your life that are talking to you and telling you where you're at, do, do they have authority in your life? Or are they just the naysayers that, honestly, they're projecting their insecurities, their failures onto you? And you wouldn't believe how often this truly happens. You wouldn't believe how, like, people that are uh, jealous of where you're going or they're, they're, they're living in what we call scarcity And they don't want you to truly succeed because they have not succeeded. And then they know that they have failed themselves. And if they bring you down to their level, they won't have to worry about losing you and keeping you from going and doing something amazing when they know that they're fully capable of doing the same thing. They just choose not to. Are you taking ownership of what the naysayers are telling you, which is not allowing you to pursue and pay the price for the future that you desire. I've got a great mentor that, uh, that uh, talked to me about this, uh, this concept of doing flame work. And uh, I tell you what, it has been an absolute game changer in, in my life and how I um, handle my days. And so flame work is simply this is that is is the things that set you on fire right if you think of a candle you've got the wick and then of course then you've got uh, then you've got the actual candle itself right and you're you're constantly building the foundation of that right you're constantly putting the wax in place and you're building more wax upon more wax upon more wax upon more wax but if you're not working on the wick and the flame itself or the thing that keeps you on fire the thing that motivates you the thing that helps you pay the price, what good does it do to have all of this wax around a very small flame? It's the reason why people have a midlife crisis. It's the reason why people wake up one day and they go, what the heck did I just spend 40, 50, 60, 30, 20, 10 years chasing something that I really don't desire? What is the flamework in your life that you're willing to pay the price for? Now, there are things, I mean, we have to, we all have to make money. We all have to provide for our families. We all have a lifestyle that we want to continue to, uh, to live out. So the flame work doesn't necessarily mean that you have to quit your job today and that you actually just simply do the flame work all the time. That, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that what are you doing to instill flame work, passion projects in your life, that you're willing to pay the price for in order to build the future that you desire. You know, maybe what it is is when you retire from the job that you've had for the last 20 or 30 years, you've positioned yourself to be fully engulfed in this flame work, this passion project. What is it in your life that you're willing to pay the price? for? And I'm not talking about faith and family, fitness, finance. I'm talking literally about the future. What's the project? What's the, what's the bigger grand scheme? What's the bigger thing that you need to be focused on that you can focus on that's going to drive you to become a better person, to become a better leader, to become a better listener, to become a better parent, father, husband, friend. See, I believe each and every one of us has... A flame inside of us that we've dimmed, that we need to turn the gasoline up on and actually light that fire. Because when we do, the person that is revealed is absolutely amazing. This last weekend, we in Kingsman, we we did our first awakening event, 20-01. And I will tell you the the this the men that came to that event. And the men that left the event were two completely different people. The fire that they thought they had and the fire that they discovered were two completely different flames. The men that left that weekend were on fire. They were on fire for every aspect in their life. But what they were truly on fire for was building and creating and paying the price for a future that they know that they can achieve. And so as you're thinking about this price that you are willing to pay, you need to focus on and know your flame, discover your flame. I was able this weekend to see my flame. Now I've known it. I've been chasing it. I've been paying that price. But this weekend through the awakening, um, I was able to experience what that flame looks like in real life. Lived out. The price was being paid for the last couple of years. The price was being paid this weekend to discover that and turn that up, and and reflection. And as I as I as I sit back and and look at all that had happened this weekend in that uh, in that event, I realize when the flame is bright and the flame is burning, that's what that looks like. And so I'm going to encourage you guys. As you're going through your life, as you're going through those five foundational pieces and you're thinking about the future across all of those foundations, what is the flame that burns inside of you? What is the thing that lights you up? What is the thing that lights you on fire? How do you turn that up? How do you turn that even higher? How do you work on that even more? But then how do you discover the price that you're willing to pay in order to live that out? in order to create the future that you desire. Love you all. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and we'll talk to you soon. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel. Hey, and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.